Give you wicked vibes all night. Love it when I give you wicked vibes all night. Love it when I give you wicked vibes all night. Love it when I give you wicked vibes all night. Love it when I give you wicked vibes all night. Love it when I give you wicked vibes all night. Love it when I give you wicked vibes all night. Love it when I give you wicked vibes all night. Let's do it something like the movies. Make us show you how we did do me. Show you how we should be. Make I tell you how we go be. Yeah. We go left, we go Maya, we go for play. And I go take you through the long way. And we go take them through the long way. All night, yeah. I just wanna give you wicked vibes on vibes. I just wanna give you wicked vibes on vibes. Love it when you swing, swing. I just wanna take it up. I wanna take it up. Love it when I give you wicked vibes all night. Love it when I give you wicked vibes all night. Love it when I give you wicked vibes all night. Love it when I give you wicked vibes all night. Love it when I give you wicked vibes all night. Love it when I give you wicked vibes all night. Great to know you. I hope your Thursday morning has um, started the brightest way possible. I uh, was um, taking a look at, you know, how quickly uh, the days are going. And now, in a while, we'll be talking about the end of the year. And, you know, for a moment, I just thought about, um, you know, how so many people uh, would be in a hurry, so to speak, or just um, because of what they've been through or what they've had to go through uh, in the days of the year 2021, we'll just think, I can't wait for this year to, you know, to just go. I can't wait 
to get over with this year. Um, but I don't know, but trust me, uh, there is uh, still a lot of possibilities left in the year. So sometimes, uh, you know, waiting for or just um, asking for time to just go is not the best option. Uh, the proper thing is to uh, take stock of things and um, try to make as much as you can of every time that is available to you. So seize the opportunities that come your way today, moving forward in the remaining days of this year. Prepare yourselves for those opportunities for when they come so you will be ready. Good morning to you. Thank you for choosing Fresh 107.9 FM. Time to take a look at the headlines. Freshly pressed this Thursday. Freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. Abelkuta today, Thursday, the 11th of November, 2021. Wale Bakar is my name. Great to know you're there. Uh, joining the program this morning. The Punch, The Guardian, The Nigerian Tribune are some of the options available to us uh, this uh, Monday. As always, there's the uh, Pempishin newspapers as well uh, with a couple of headlines uh, to look out for. Uh, the Premium Times as well uh, is another uh, to look out for this uh, morning. Uh, the Punch this morning says, Nigeria's debt stock hits 42.7 trillion naira. Senate okays fresh $16 billion loans. Uh, there on the Punch this morning, APC governors lobby Malami to stop Buhari from signing electoral bill. Uh, there's also AGF says political solution to Unamdi Kanu Sunday Bo not ruled out. Senate considers bill on tough punishments for corrupt officials. Terrorism uh, there on the punch as well this uh, morning. Um, Lagos police raid training camp, arrest 108 naval impersonators. There's another on the punch this uh, morning. FEC approves 2021-2025 National Development Plan. Projects 348.7 trillion naira investments. Another there uh, on the point to look out for. World Bank demands debt transparency, says Nigeria. Others need $429 billion. Also on the point uh, this morning. 17-year-old girl's body recovered from Quara Well four days after being declared missing. Uh, there on the punch as well uh, this um, Thursday morning to look out for the Nigerian Tribune uh, this uh, Thursday as well. Uh, they've got some headlines uh, there to look out for. Uh, they're there uh, this uh, morning. Oh, okay. Uh, first off, uh, the Guardian this Thursday says Senate okays Buhari's $16 billion, 1 billion euros, $125 million loan request without terms. There on the Guardian this morning, uh, there's also Buhari, Fayemi, Ozigbo, others congratulate Saludo, Kanu to appear. Okay, uh, Buhari, Fayemi, Ozigbo, others congratulate Saludo. There uh, on the Guardian uh, this uh, morning, Nigeria on path of multi-sectoral progress. Buhari tells French business community, I can to tackle governance issues across sectors. There as well. Uh, this uh, morning on The Guardian, Nigeria's 5G reserve price of $197.4 million among world's costliest. Uh, there on The Guardian, 
uh, this uh, morning as well to look out for. The Nigerian Tribune uh, this um, Thursday uh, says uh, Sanu Nasu begin three-day warning protest over 22. Okay. Um, Nasanu Nasu begin a three-day warning protest over 22.17 billion naira and allowances on fair sharing formula. Uh, there on the Nigerian Tribune uh, this uh, morning to look out for. Third mainland bridge safe. Intact, says federal government. Another there uh, to look out for. Kanu's lawyers stage walkout as court adjourns trial to January 19. There's another on the Tribune. There's also two more bodies recovered from a Koi building collapse. Death toll now 45. That's according to uh, the Nigerian Tribune uh, this uh, morning. Uh, is that to look out for the premium times? Uh, this uh, Thursday, also with the report about the uh, latest approvals by the Senate as regards uh, the president's loan request there on the Premium Times this morning. There are more. Uh, the pen-pushing newspapers says bandits abduct 17, kill 13 in Katsina State. Also, protest in Ibado as motorcyclists allegedly killed by park management system officers. Court sentences Boko Haram terrorists to death is another on the Pembrokeshire newspapers. I am comfortable with professionalism of Pembrokeshire media, says Oshoba. Uh, there uh, to look out for. Uh, they were uh, in a call with the former governor. Uh, you, uh, cause, well, the uh, Premium Times, uh, the, a lot of the headlines are there as well. Can't get a hold of uh, some of them at the moment. But uh, they've got the report about the... Um, fact that the Senate, they've uh, approved the request by the president to uh, get some more money uh, because uh, the uh, talks are regarding because uh, the report from uh, the trial of the Apple leader on Amdekani yesterday in Abuja, also there uh, this morning. Uh, they're all there on a lot of the dailies this morning. We'll take a very quick pause and uh, when we return, we will take a peep into some of these stories uh, this morning. Remember, facebook.com forward slash live. That's where we are at. Uh, you can watch us live, share the videos, and of course drop your contributions as far as some of the stories that we'll be taking a peep into in a minute are concerned. Uh, don't go anywhere, please. Imagine the joy that fills your heart when you have just given birth to a bouncing baby. Imagine the excitement that energizes you when you hear the news that your first grandchild has just been born. Imagine the comfort you get knowing that mother and baby are having a good night's sleep. Yes, that is the assurance you get knowing that Vitafoam has the perfect fit mattress for all body weight. With our Buy Right Chat, you can get the best mattress that goes with your body weight. Don't just buy a mattress, buy a Vitafoam mattress designed to fit your body weight from any of our accredited dealers nationwide or visit us on www.vitafoamng.com to place your order today. Vitafoam, the fine art of living. Did you have the right voice for radio? Did you have the brain? Are you good enough for news, programs, and any other special content on radio? Are you a professional broadcaster? Do you wish to work with the fastest growing radio station in Nigeria? Then record a two-minute audio and send to 0809 1049 
Kindly attach your curriculum vitae and passport photograph via WhatsApp to 0809 Thank you for staying with us. Still freshly pressed on Thursday, right here on Fresh 107.9 FM at Belkota. Uh, let's um, get to some of these headlines that we've mentioned earlier uh, very swiftly. Uh, the Punch, just like a lot of the dailies, uh, with the report of uh, the uh, Senate approval of uh, President Muhammad Bari's loan requests. Uh, the loan request, of course, had been sent to the Senate uh, many weeks back. Uh, the Punch uh, says Nigeria's debt stock hits 42.7 trillion naira senate okays fresh 16 billion dollars loans uh, there uh, nigeria's debt stock of 35.5 trillion naira will rise to 42.7 trillion naira following the senate's approval of the federal government's request of 16 billion dollars and 1.02 billion euros fresh loans the 16.2 billion dollars loan is equivalent to 6.7 trillion naira using the importers and exporters window exchange rate of 411 uh, naira 24 cobalt per dollar while the 1.02 billion euros is equal to 485.5 billion naira uh, using the central bank exchange rate of 476 naira to 1 euro this brings the values of loans to be acquired to 7.2 trillion naira the senator on wednesday approved the foreign loan plans of the president Hamad Buhari, in which he sought to borrow the sum uh, or the sums of $16.2 billion and 1.02 billion euros, as well as a grant component of $125 million to fund some legacy projects. The Senate also approved the request of the Bank of Industries for the issuance of 500 million euros, but not more than 750 million euros euro bond in the international capital market. The Red Chamber's approval of the loan request was, however, accompanied by a resolution that the terms and conditions of the loans from the funding agencies be forwarded to the National Assembly prior to the execution for approval and proper documentation. The approval followed the consideration of a report by the Senate Committee on Local and Foreign Debt on the proposed 2018-2020 external borrowing rolling plan. The chairman of the committee, Senator Clifford Odia, in his presentation said President Buhari's request was in compliance with the provisions of the Debt Management Office Establishment Act 2003 and the Fiscal Responsibility Act 2007. Odia said the provisions of the statutes enjoined the president to seek and obtain the approval of the National Assembly in respect of the external borrowing program of the Federation 
and states. Well, um, the rest of that report is there uh, this uh, morning. There are quite a number of uh, writers that come with that story. Uh, the um, Senate Committee Chairman Clifford Odia also stated that out of the sum of over $22.8 billion approved by the National Assembly under the 2016-18 external borrowing plan, only $2.8 billion, which represented 10%, had been disbursed to Nigeria. The lawmaker said the projects, which required additional financing, would have great multiplier effects on stimulating economic growth despite inf- through infrastructure development, job creation, poverty alleviation, healthcare, and improve the nation's security architecture. He emphasized that tax revenues accruable to the government would increase as a result of the impact of commercial and engineering activities. Well, um, part of uh, the loan is uh, to uh, give $450 million to the Ministry of Health and the National Center for Disease Control to accelerate nutrition immunization and malaria progress by accelerating the coverage and transforming service project for the World Bank. Uh, the Senate, uh, Dave also asked that uh, the executive furnish them with the terms and conditions of the loans before execution. Uh, that was raised by the Deputy Senate President, Ovio Magege. Well, uh, is there this morning on the punch? Uh, expectedly, uh, the reactions have been following. More borrowings will put Nigeria in unfavorable conditions. Experts are there on the punch uh, this uh, morning. Uh, there are you know, quite a number of them, uh, the reactions there uh, this uh, morning to look out for Nigeria. Uh, Nigeria's debt stock eats 42.7 trillion naira. Senate okays fresh $16 billion loans. There on the punch this morning, the Guardian says Senate okays Buhari's $16 billion, 1 billion euros, $125 million loan request without terms. Uh, that's what the Guardian says, uh, depending on how you look at it anyway. Uh, the writers are there. World Bank report shows massive gaps in system to track poor countries' debts. Uh, that's on the Guardian. FEC, OK's 2011, 2021, I'm sure they meant, 2021-2025 National Development Plan, worth 348.7 trillion naira. External reserves to surpass $42 billion mid-next year, says Emifiele. Uh, those are some of the writers uh, that come with the report on the Guardian this uh, morning. Uh, because uh, the uh, request, uh, by, the, by the time the president wrote the letter requesting for approval for the borrowing of these sums uh, to the National Assembly, uh, there were uh, you know, a lot of um, thoughts and reactions from uh, the um, general public, of course, economic experts as well, talking about it, looking at our debt threshold and uh, wondering whether we had surpassed it or wondering whether uh, this uh, huge borrowings was um, going to be any favorable to us. For some people, they looked at it and said, well, um, if we're going to justify some of these borrowings, unlike some of the borrowings from the past, if we're going to be able to justify some of these borrowings, then uh, no troubles. But for some, they say uh, that we um, need to get creative. The government has to get creative. We need to get creative as a country as regards uh, bridging the, uh, you know, the revenue deficit or the um, cash deficit a situation that we're in, uh, saying um, there is no way you will continue to borrow this much that will not have um, some uh, results and effects uh, in future. Uh, those are quite uh, some opinions that have, that have been uh, pushed forward as far as uh, reactions to the country's amount of borrowing uh, is concerned. The report on the punch uh, suggests that uh, by the time these funds are released, we might be looking at 42.7 trillion naira 
as the total debt stock of the country. Uh, in a country where we, you know, talk about budget deficit and uh, a lot of that, that's a lot of, uh, you know, a large chunk of the budget going into debt servicing. You begin to wonder how long we will continue to battle with having to offset uh, a lot of uh, this uh, debts that we are accruing. But when you listen to government officials, they'd say uh, that uh, we're fine. As far as uh, debt stock is concerned, these borrowings are necessary uh, to get the desired uh, economic growth and development uh, that the country requires. Thoughts of uh, a lot of government officials. Uh, is there this morning on a lot of the dailies uh, to look out for the uh, the vast majority of the dailies uh, with that report uh, this uh, morning? Uh, the part of it, or the uh, part of uh, the uh, approval for the National Development Plan uh, is also there on uh, many of the dailies this morning. The Punch, the Guardian, the rest of it uh, with that uh, report. Uh, to look out for. Uh, there's also the alarm raised by the uh, World Bank as well. Uh, they say uh, that it's quite difficult uh, to track uh, the debt situation of um, a lot of uh, countries around the world. At a time when sovereign debts in poorest countries have surged in dangerously high levels, global and country by country systems for tracking it are proving to be inadequate. These gaps make it harder to assess debt sustainability and for over-indebted countries to restructure debt promptly and generate a durable economic recovery. That's according to a new World Bank report. The report, Debt Transparency in Developing Economies, released yesterday, marks the first comprehensive assessment of the global and national systems for monitoring sovereign debt. It finds that debt surveillance today depends on a patchwork of databases with different standards and definitions and different degrees of reliability, cobbled together by various organizations, such inconsistencies led to large variations in publicly available tallies of debt in low-income economies, the equivalent of as much as 30% of a country's GDP in some instances. Well, uh, the poorest countries will emerge from COVID-19 pandemic with the largest debt burdens in the last few decades, uh, but limited debt transparency will delay critical debt reconciliation and restructuring. That's according to the World Bank Group President, David Malpass. Uh, he spoke of the need to improve debt transparency, saying it requires a sound public debt management legal framework, integrated debt recording and management systems, and improvement in the global debt monitoring. Well, the rest is there on The Guardian uh, this uh, morning uh, to look out for. Uh, the, uh, the, this, of course, uh, is, uh, particular, would be particularly worrying uh, for a couple of people, that, that World Bank report, uh, looking at the fact that um, in this part of the world, there is the argument as to uh, whether we are still at that um, limit as regards our borrowing or whether we're not. Uh, the World Bank has saying some of the data available uh, might not be entirely accurate. Uh, there are uh, data that are churned out in Nigeria and they say, well, this is, as much, this is how much we owe compared to our GDP, so we're still fine. Some have argued uh, those data. When we look at this World Bank report, I uh, probably I just um, you know let you think about it and uh, say maybe those that have argued uh, as regards the data released by government uh, might have a point. Mr. Darryl Falani is on the program this morning. Good morning, sir. Great to see you. Um, we, we spoke about this uh, at the time the requests were sent to the Senate. Now the approvals have been given. Uh, the point is saying we're looking at 42.7 uh, trillion naira at the end of the day. That's the country's debt stock. Good morning, Nigeria. Uh, well, um it is, we know that it is bad to borrow, but that's the way this government has chosen to go, you know. 
So um, we just pray and hope that the money borrowed will be used for infrastructural development and not for overheads or for frivolous uh, spendings. Mm. So that's, that's just our prayer. And uh, we pray that uh, when we get a better government, a government that will be resourceful, a government that will harness the huge potentials that we have in this country to develop this country, you know, uh, then things will improve. You know, but for, but for this government, they believe that uh, they should be throwing money at some of the problems we have and they are not creative, you know. Uh, no, no, no worries. Uh, we have the huge human and natural resources to get by. We just pray and hope that come 2023, a better, you know, president will come in and uh, will grapple with our economic problems and solve the problems once and for all. This is borrowing from the future. You know, so it's, it's about borrowing from the future and everything. So in the future, if we get a better president who can harness the potentials, we have the potentials, you know. We have the solid minerals that we have not even tapped. We have the human and natural resources to, to get out of our economic doldrums, you know. Like the we had in the First Republics, you know, when the First Republic, when we had creative leaders who harnessed the natural resources to develop the country, the regions then, you know. So we will pray and hope that come 2023, this should be the discussion. This should be the uh, deciding factors, you know. Somebody who, who is economically savvy, a president who can, you know, come up with creative solutions, who can bring water from the rock, mm. you know. So that's, that's the kind of president we need come 2023 so that we can, you know, get by, you know, get out of these uh, debts, uh, Worries and overhang. When 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 you use the term, you know, better president, uh, su- suggests that you're saying that um, uh, this current president could do a lot better. Oh yeah, he, he's he's reached his limit. He has tried, you know, but you know the problems are overwhelming, you know, and he couldn't come up with uh, the, the 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 necessary will, you know, needed the steel needed to come out from this economic doldrum. So we need a better economic manager. We need somebody. Who can bring water from the rock? We need belt tightening measures. We need, uh, you know, they are still living large. You know, you, you can't you can't say that we are in a, in a, re- a recession because our our lo- our our leaders are still living large. You know, they go around in jeeps, they fly around in charter jets and all the rest. So this is not the sign of a, a country that is a borrower. You know, you are living large as if all is well while we are borrowing. You know, and it is often said that he who goes are borrowing, goes are sorrowing. So we that's why I'm saying that we need come 2023, which is the watershed. We need somebody who can manage the economy better, somebody who can use the potentials of this country to develop the country. You know, we ha- we used to have the great granite pyramid in in Kano. We used to have the cocoa in the West. We have the rubber. We have the oil. oil. So all these resources are still there. So what we just need is to harness them and we have the energies of the youth to come up, you know, and, you know, get a productive country out of what we have. Well, uh, the uh, law of the dailies, uh, they've got that report. World Bank demands debt transparency, says Nigeria orders need four twenty nine billion naira, uh, billion dollars rather. Uh, the, uh, also, uh, there is uh, the uh, report as regards the FEC approval for the 2021-2025 
uh, National Development Plan. Uh, they are expecting injecting about, they say that we'll be injecting about 348.7 trillion naira, the bulk of it from the private sector, just about 47 million there about. Uh, from uh, government. Well, uh, they are there on a lot of the dailies uh, this uh, morning uh, to look out for. Uh, just before we take this break, uh, this uh, morning, the uh, situation in Ikoi, uh, two more bodies recovered from Ikoi, collapsed building, death toll now 45. Uh, uh, according to the uh, Lagos State Government, through its Commissioner for Information, Benga Motosho, uh, Two more bodies have been recovered from the rubbles of the collapsed 21-story building uh, that collapsed in the Gerard Road, Ikoi, Lagos, last week, bringing the death toll to 45. Mr. Amatosho uh, gave the update on the incident on Wednesday night in a statement. According to the state government, two more bodies were recovered from the site on Wednesday. The recovery of the two bodies has brought the has brought to 45 the number of bodies recovered from the site. The government dispelled the report that it had given directive for the demolition of the high-rise, 42 high-rise buildings standing at the site of the collapsed building. According to a statement, contrary to speculations, no directive has been given for the demolition of the two high-rise buildings standing at the site of the 21-story collapsed building in Koi Lagos. The panel of inquiry instituted into the collapse of the building has continued to sit and integrity test is yet to be conducted on the two buildings. It is therefore wrong to assert or speculate that the buildings will be demolished. Uh, the operation on the site at the site of the collapse building continues. Vehicular movement around the site has been smooth following the reopening of the road. It's down the Nigerian Tribune. Uh, two more bodies recovered from Ikoi collapse building. Death toll now 45. Uh, I, I, we, we saw the reports uh, about uh, the speculations regards the other two buildings that are uh, you know just uh, by the side mm. of the one that collapsed. And a couple of people suggested, or oh, the Lagos State government have said, uh, go bring it down. <laughs> uh, although I, I don't know. How quickly an integrity test can be done. Uh, some would say that um, it should be done as quickly as possible. Uh, we're talking about uh, well over a week uh, since the collapse uh, to well, say that there, integrity test has no not threats, been done yet. If there are no threats, immediate threats that the remaining buildings pose to human lives, I mean, they, they can take their time mm. and to conduct it. But if there are immediate threats, if there are cracks and all the rest, uh, they should be pulled down immediately. Yeah, the other it's one an unfortunate... Uh, I'm, I'm not sure the other one did look like a threat. <laughs> it, just, it just came down all of a sudden. Well, so they should look at it mm. and see if there are threats, then they should be pulled down. But if there are no, if there are no, there are no threats, then uh, they're good to go. Mm. Well, uh, the Lord of the Daily is also have uh, the update from uh, the Koei uh, Collapse Building situation. We'll take a very quick pause. We'll be back in a moment. There are more stories to look at. Please don't go anywhere. We are Nigerians. Our strength, our tenacity, our determination, our grit is what makes us proudly Niger. Get ready to race for homeland on the 13th of November 2021. Biggie Abel 10-kilometer race is here. The race will start at Ake Palace and finish at Moshuda Biola International Stadium Abel Registered participants should note that race kit collection commences on Wednesday, 10th of November 2021 and ends on Friday, 12th of November 2021 at Moshuda Biola International Stadium Abel Biggie Abel 10-kilometer race is supported by Ogun state government sponsored by right foods access bag kenya airways suzuki coleman wise and cables ibt hotel and Ecogas. stay safe always use your face mask and social distance please note that this road race is guided by strict covid19 protocols biggie abel 10 kilometer race now we get them 
ade o ma se oju se mo gege bi arole idile e o tu oju meta ti mame o ti fi awon atejise adura iranse tori pe o ko lati fi data olososu iranse si ah olori ran ra ko ri be o wo ko si awa wi kankan o o to ni ke iwo na le ra data si lati pin laarin ore ati ebi pelu ebun edegbeta megabyte fun enikan kan to ba pe fun lori ilana airtel family plan testa 141 hash bayi lati janfani yi airtel the smartphone network Thank you for staying with us. Still freshly pressed this Thursday on Fresh 107.9 FM. I remember we're live on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Fresh FM Live. If you're using the Facebook app on your phone, uh, just search for Fresh FM Abelkata and uh, you can uh, watch us uh, live. Uh, feel free to share the videos, of course. Uh, moving on very quickly this morning, uh, the Nigerian Tribune, uh, uh, they've got the report as regards what happened at the um, court yesterday. Uh, in the trial of the self-acclaimed leader of the proscribed indigenous people of Biafra, Ipob Namda Kano. Kano's lawyer, Stage Walkout, has called a John's trial to January 19. It's on the Tribune uh, this morning. The trial yesterday suffered a setback as his lawyer, Stage Walkout, over the refusal of operators of the DSS to allow some of them to gain access to the room. Following the development, the trial judge, Justice Bintayako, of the Federal High Court sitting in Abuja, joined the trial of detained Ipob leader till January 19, 2022. Kanu, who was brought into the courtroom around 9.52 a.m., and shortly after his case was called up, protested the refusal of security agents to allow some members of his legal team, especially his lawyer from the U.S., Bruce Fain, uh, to enter the courtroom. The IPOB leader told the court that Mr. Fain, who he said was handling a case for him in the U.S., was around to witness um, his trial. When he was asked by the judge if he was ready to conduct the proceedings himself in the absence of his lawyers, Kanu replied in the negative. Uh, the counsel to the federal government, uh, Abubakar, Mr. M.D. Abubakar, who is the director of public prosecutions, urged the court to proceed with the trial in the absence of Kano's lawyers. He told the court that ordinarily the matter was fixed for a hearing for an application that was filed by the defendant. Uh, the judge, even though he was not happy with what his lawyers did, uh, decided to adjourn until uh, January 19. It's on the Nigerian Tribune this morning. There's also on the punch. AGF says political solution on NMG Kanu Sunday will not ruled out. That's on the punch. Uh, this uh, morning, uh, the Attorney General of the Federation is saying that uh, all options will be explored. Uh, the federal government may consider all kinds of solutions, including political ones, in order to resolve the crisis surrounding separatist agitations in the country. The AGF and Minister of Justice Abaka Melami gave the indication on Wednesday in an interview with journalists in Abuja on the pardon granted to Boko Haram insurgents while leaders of other separatist movements are facing prosecution. The minister also spoke on other issues, including the current controversy between the federal government and the Nigeria governor's firm over the Paris Club Reformed International Arbitration involving Nigeria 
as well as uh, the international arbitration involving Nigeria and PNID and a couple of other issues. When journalists sought to know whether the federal government was not disposed to a political solution to the separatist agitations of IPOB and the uh, Yoruba nationalists on their day, also known as Igbo, Malami said although such consideration was not yet on the table, the government would not mind taking a shot at it. Uh, the rest are there on the punch this morning. AGF says political solution on Inam Dukano Sunday Igbo not ruled out. Uh, for some people, when they look at it, uh, while some say uh, it's, it's, it's great that the you know JJF is saying that's an option, but the fact that he's saying it's not on the table at the moment, considering the amount of calls for political solutions to these issues, is that suggestive? Yeah, well, that that means uh, the proponent should place it on the table. You know, mm-hmm. it should become an issue. You know, seeking a, solu- a political solution to this. Uh, non-state actors and secessionist uh, agitations uh, is welcome, you know, because we have been saying it, that we need to think out of the box. We need to get a political solution to some of these things. It's their right to agitate, but it's also the right of government to maintain law and order. So this agitation should not cross the red line. And uh, talking about the uh, relationship between the security agents and lawyers, you know, lawyers believe that it's their right to get access to the law courts. But when there is a threat to the security situation, like in the case of Namdi Kano, everybody cannot be allowed to assess the law court. Maybe there should be an accreditation, you know, or something done earlier so that you, the approved lawyers will be allowed to go in, you know. We need to take this further, you know, because, yes, he has, you know, he needs an access to his lawyers. His lawyers must, you know, be there to defend him, mm-hmm. you know. But, you know, when they stay the uh, walkout, you know, because uh, a GFO was saying that his colleagues were threatening, threatening him, you know, saying that he's not speaking for them. So that's why he had to come out of the court. He has placed his books, everything in the law court. So he just stepped out. And, you know, this conversation is going. So maybe before, maybe a day before, there should be your discussion, accreditation, you know, for major events like that, mm-hmm. you, you accredit the lawyers that will go in. So that there will be, be this friction will be will not be there. So there needs to be this conversation, you know, going forward. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, is there on uh, the Law of the Dailies uh, this morning, AGF says political solution on Amtekano Sunday will not ruled out. Uh, is also there. Uh, speaking of the AGF, uh, but this time the governors, uh, in- incidentally, uh, they're, they're not in a very great time. The AGF, uh, they've had some uh, interesting things to say about the AGF, especially uh, concerning the uh, issue of uh, the Paris Club uh, refund uh, payments to be made to the consultants. Uh, consultants. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, although uh, this time uh, there are some of the governors that um, need the um, AGF or something. According to this report, APC governors lobby Malamin to stop Boyer from signing electoral bill uh, there this uh, morning. Uh, we know what their position uh, is. Uh, we know what what the reports have said about their position as regards this electoral bill, especially the issue of direct primaries. And we hear that the progressive governors firm, uh, led by uh, the uh, Kebi State Governor Tikupagudu, uh, they've uh, they're trying all they can to ensure the president withholds his assent to this bill, and uh, they're talking to the AGF as a way to get to the president. Yeah, well, that's uh, unhealthy. You know, it's a democratic process. Our our representatives in the National Assembly they've come up with a with with with, with the resolution, which in the long run will give power to the people truly. You know, so uh, they need to learn to live with it. You know, is is democracy. Is government of the people by the people for the people. So mm. maybe these direct primaries will empower the people more and change, you know, the the, 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 the trajectory 
of what we've had. You know, it's always been the elite handing down things to us. So maybe the the, the, the power dynamics should change come 2023. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's particularly interesting because, you know, you, you don't understand that um, already there were those fears. A lot of people at that time when we we're talking about the electoral bill would say, uh, yes, the National Assembly will do their work, but let's hope the president assents to it mm. uh, because of what we saw in 2019. Now there are interest groups that do not want him to assent to it. Remember what we heard uh, in 2019 was there were some individuals that mm. said to him, don't sign it. So They've always, we've always had these interest groups, you know, you know, because politics is about enlightening self-interest, you know. So, but this time around, the president that is going should have his eyes on history, you know. He should, he would like history to be kind to him. So, I'm sure he will, he will vote on the side of the people this time around. All right, uh, we'll see. Is there this uh, morning uh, to look out for? Uh, the um, lot of uh, the dailies with our report as well this uh, Thursday. Uh, very uh, quickly, uh, Buhari, Fayemi, Ozigo, others congratulate Toledo. That's there uh, on the Guardian. Uh, the man uh, that's the governor elect. Uh, he says he plans to run an all inclusive government. That was welcome. Uh, that's, that's uh, but that's what they always say. Yeah, well, you know, this time around, it should go beyond rhetoric. <laughs> it should go beyond rhetoric and, you know, give it to it. There are others, you know. And it, they've, they've been able to demonstrate that Apuga is the party in the Southeast. So, and and, and um, the um, YPP candidate, if I ever, uh, mm. has come out to say, I will not be challenging this result. Yeah. Then some, even the PDP candidate, too, mm, Valentine, too, mm, has also but, congratulated him. But yeah. then there is uh, the APC candidate. Uh, well, hey, well, well, it's still there, but he has to, you know, he has to fall in line. You know, he has to fall in line. The elections have been held. You know, a leader, has, a winner has emerged. So we need to, you know, reconstruct Anambra. You know, get the Southeast. Like the president said in his congratulatory message, that this should be the start of, you know, you know, getting solving the problems of the Southeast. You know, we know that uh, Professor Charles Soludo is a tested politician, tested technocrat. An economist, you know, somebody who has the wherewithal to to take an Anambra to even greater heights. Peter Obi did it when he was there. Uh, the current governor Obiano. Obiano has done his bit. Though this should the, the graph should go up, you know, because uh, Anambra is quite unique. Is the state with the, the highest number of millionaires in Nigeria? So mm-hmm. yeah, this all this all this <laughs> yeah. All these resources should be, you know, used and to, to harness it. But it's unfortunate that the narrative coming out of there is, has been unknown, unknown uh, gunmen, uh, gunmen and, and, all, and all the rest. So this narrative should change, and then we should. Uh, this is inspiring. Well, uh, Third Milan Bridge safe, intact, says federal government. Uh, there to look out for this morning. Sanu Nasu begin three day one in protest over twenty two point one seven billion naira and allowances on fair sharing formula. The Joint Action Committee of the Non-Academic Staff Union of Universities and Associated Institutions, NASU, as well as the Senior Staff Association of Nigeria University, SANO, have directed their members to proceed on a three-day protest over the sharing formula of the recently approved 22.17 billion Naira earned allowances for the four universities-based unions. The unions had earlier projected uh, the sharing formula of the recent approved money uh, where seven, they had earlier rejected the sharing formula, where seventy-five percent of the money was allocated to ASU, leaving twenty-five percent to the other three unions. Jack had, in a letter to the Minister of Labour and Employment, Chris Ngige, expressed unfairness in the sharing formula, even as it further called for the minister's intervention 
on the matter. According to the memo, all the branches signed by the General Secretary of NASU, Prince Peter Zadeyemi, and National President of SANO, Comrade Mohamed Brahim, its members across the country are to mobilize for three-day protests starting Wednesday, that's yesterday, November 10. And um, they say that they will then uh, make a decision afterwards. Uh, the last time they went on such a protest was followed by a ban industrial action. Mm. Hopefully, uh, we, we hope that it will get to that stage mm. this time around. The government should do uh, accede to their request quickly. And, and, and on, 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 on Todd issues. Uh, well, on Todd Millan Bridge, I, if you've been on that bridge mm. and you see it shaking, you know, in view of what happened at the Ikoi, recent Ikoi, <laughs> you, 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 you want to question it. So well, that's what happened. There's there's, there are gaps. You are an engineer. Yes, there's some you know engineering that, explanation for uh, some uh, of the Yeah, movements. there are gaps, but when you see the way you are there, you, you see it shaking. You say, hey, I, I hope we are safe. So mm. that's what has been happening. Mm. So you can't you can't blame people for flagging that and mm. saying ah this this bridge is shaking. It's mm. always been shaking, mm. you know. But it's just that these days the the, the gaps, you know, the, the the movement is is more 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 pronounced, mm. you know. So so it's good that government has <laughs> done an integrity check on that. Well, protests in Ibadan as motorcyclists allegedly killed by park management system officers there on the Pampishi newspapers this uh, morning. Very quickly as well, I'm comfortable. Oh, okay, I'm comfortable with professionalism of Pampishi media. Says Oshoba, the former governor of Ogun State and veteran journalist Olisha Oshoba has commended Pampishi media for its professionalism in the media industry, saying it's comfortable to be associated with the organization. Pembishi reports Oshawa made this known in a message sent to the founder, Prince Dumejikadi Adidiji, on Wednesday night from London, adding that he felt so great to be part of the five-year-old organization. The mentor to many journalists across the globe pointed out uh, that the media is no doubt living to the practice and ethics of noble profession and expressed optimism that the organization will continually make wave in the media industry across the world. Uh, the rest is there on the Pembishi newspapers. Uh, they, uh, the editorial board of the uh, Pempishin uh, Media were in a there was a video call with the former oh, governor okay, yeah. and um, just to ascertain his uh, health I bet he sent that message uh, afterwards uh, but uh, it's um, there to look out for this uh, morning I'm comfortable with professionalism of Pempishin Media so as a show but there to look out for this uh, morning uh, the um, lot of the other headlines are there we did mention a lot earlier. Time to hear from you this morning, as uh, many as we can in the next couple of minutes. We will do. The numbers are zero eight one five four three two one zero seven nine zero eight one five four three two one zero seven nine. There's also zero eight one eight one 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 zero seven nine zero eight one eight one 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 zero seven nine. Those are the numbers to call. Uh, we're live on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash freshfm live. Also, there for you to drop your contributions. We'll get to some of them that are in already in a bit. Good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, my name is I called sometimes on your program last week. Okay. What I want to talk about is not about today's daily, it's about the activities of the road safety. Oh, and yes. I, you mentioned that I said something well. about the experience I had. Mm. These people are still there. That place is choked. Although they are making good money there, but they do for somewhere else. That place is too short. They were there yesterday. They were there day before yesterday. Could you, could you remind? Could you remind us of the area? I remember you mentioned it. Uh, in front of that uh, former South office. Yes. They are always there. Fine, good money. Then another thing I want to ask is it's not safety a money generation. No. It's not a revenue generator. If it is, uh, okay, if they are generating revenue, 
but not at the expense of the lives of not, people. Please. It's, not, it's not supposed to be a revenue generating organization, dear Faris. Something has to be done. All right, th- thank you. Please. Right. Thank and you. I called Remy Hassan on the program of standing eight. Okay. All right. Th- thank you very much. Um, interestingly, this was a. I remember you made this report uh, last week, and you know, trust us to push it on to the appropriate quarters. I just really hope something will be done to it uh, uh, as quickly as possible. Hello. Good morning to you. Uh, good morning, Mr. Wali. Good morning. Uh, good morning. I'm Taufik Olajide. I'm calling from Adibe this morning. Um, going by this government is killing. Nigeria should pray that we succeed this government. And we are not going to only pray, we are going to put our right thinking cap and drop all the issue of uh, sentiment yeah, on meaningful sentiment. But this is a Nigeria next president must be a government. Nigeria next president must be a king. Must be a black man. Please, we have to be more serious. Our politicians are more; they are more; they are more serious than us, and that is why we keep playing into their hands. So, how do you want to save this country when we are so biased? We cannot think right. So then we, then we, 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 we are shouting. They go and be one more okay? All right, I'll let you go there. We got the bulk of your point. Thank you very much. 815-432-1079-0818-111-1079. We have many highly intelligent Nigerians. Mm, a lot. Hello, good morning. Oh, okay. Apparently, one of the lines... Well, apologies. I just uh, keep trying the lines, all right? Uh, Facebook.com forward slash FreshFM Live is also another option uh, this uh, morning. Hello, good morning. Okay. Uh do do keep trying. Hello, good morning. What's your name? Where are you calling us from? Hey. Yes, good morning. Yeah, Nicholas Nicholas, good morning. Can you just tell me one good news you have read this week? <laughs> one good news I read this week. Was that his question? Yeah. There are quite a number of them though. Hmm. I don't give me one. You give me one. You are close to the papers. What exactly do you wish to do? Have a nice day. Have a nice day. <laughs> yeah, quite a number of them. Quite a number of them. Okay. Well, Victor Simon arrived at the Super Eagles camp yesterday. That's good, isn't it? Uh, anyway, uh, the Opal curse is that we will. Uh, things will get a lot better. You don't understand where it's coming from. Mm, yeah. uh, you don't, uh, as cryptic as the message is, uh, it is quite clear. Hopefully, things will get better. Hello, good morning. Good morning, Wally. Good morning. Get up there and be out. Morning. I am MOK from the United States of Haiti. My brother, you see, I don't know where we are going in this country. When you continue to borrow, and if you are not seeing the effect of that borrowing, you can imagine what the federal government is about to borrow again and being given approval by the National Assembly. And the National Assembly not really of what is happening to Nigerians. We are not saying that our government should not borrow, but it should be, it should, should be on a profitable pension. Imagine you, you, you are borrowing you know, from, from Nigeria to Niger. What 
what economic benefit will that bring to time? So this government should be really, I should not put body on grant for the next current government. Good morning, God bless you. Good morning, thank you, sir. But this um Nige, he mentioned the Nige, um, Nigeria Maradi, Kano Maradi. The, the um, Minister of uh, Transition Maradi, continues to explain the economic benefit uh, that are in this. Maybe you should check out some of the things he says. Uh, that, that's not to say uh, that um, you might agree with them, but at least check them out. Hello, good morning. Good morning, Tawali. Yes, sir. Yeah, this is coming from now. I'm agreeing to the guest. Yeah. I think government, federal government, they should not resort to borrowing at all time. There are some other which, through which they can generate revenue. The year of they can still cause the cost of government. And at the same time, they are, we still have other revenue that they can do, generate so that uh, they can make money from other sources. But all those, we have, I, I do resources that are yet on top. But government should resort on that, they should go back to make sure that they are making money. Instead of the subject of borrowing at all times. And on the Yanamba, I congratulate uh, the winner of the Charles uh, the winner of the governorship election. But he should remove, he should take away the manifesto of Wabga, that is failure to conduct local government election. He should take it, he take it away during those times. He should not continue with that madness. Thank all you very right. much. Thank you. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning to you. Quickly, please. Hola, Nima Shang is the name calling from Abekuta. Just in the lighter mood to my brother, Nicholas. At least Chasoludo won the election in Alhambra. Without I troubles. Think that should be. Huh? Without troubles. Without bloodshed. Without troubles. Mm-hmm. Without much violence. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good news. Mm-hmm. At least it was obvious he was winning and he was a popular and he still a popular candidate and he won. <laughs> and that's Abga against the PCPDP. Nicholas. Carol, that's a good news. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, thank you. I really appreciate that. Uh, I think that's as much as we'll do that phone lines. Uh, was um, I don't know the lot of uh, Facebook uh, appears we can uh, we can't get a hold of uh, some of your thoughts uh, via Facebook this morning. The um, internet connection not the uh, smoothest uh, from the studio here uh, this uh, morning. Uh, Mr. Falari, thank you really uh, for Always your contributions on the program Thanks for having uh, this me. morning. Esther Anthony says, uh, okay, uh, okay, uh, there's also, uh, good morning, Smith Oluchiji, the present government is just throwing uh, money around thinking to solve the myriads of economic woes we're currently facing. These, uh, there is currently no economic blueprint. I said, oh, there's currently no economic blueprint that they are following. That is why when they borrow and the money finishes, they turn again to borrow. It's a cycle that has no end. We are earnestly waiting for the end of this government. All right. Uh, That's um, as much as we'll take this morning. Thank you, really. Apologies. Uh, Couldn't take some of your contributions this uh, morning. That's the program uh, this uh, Thursday. Enjoy your Thursday. Good morning. From the rock city of Nigeria, rock city of Nigeria, this is Fresh 107.9. Fresh 107.9 FM, La Beoluma, Okile Fala Fala. you to this program this morning dear listener i am temitope ibrahim and with me is a guest 
from King's Interbiz Estate Limited. And with me this morning on this program is Mrs. Omoni Egbemisola. Good morning, our listeners. And for us having you here this morning, I know it's, it's a good news. What do you have for us? Yes, definitely a very, very good news. We are presently doing a promo on one of our property and that is the one at Idiori. Okay. We sell our land uh, outrightly per plot for 600000 and for anybody who is buying half plots, we sell for 300000 Okay. Then if you are buying on installments, we sell for 700000 Okay. And initial deposit of 10%, which is 70000 Naira, and you will spread the remaining payment for 23 months, which you will be paying 27000 400 monthly. Wow, wow. And we are not leaving out half plot people who want to buy half plot who doesn't have enough to buy a full plot. Okay. So for anybody that is buying half plot, your initial deposit is 35,000 naira. Hmm. And your monthly payment, which will be spread for 23 months, you'll be paying 13,700 monthly. Wow. Now we have a promo. And um, our package is for the first 50 outright purchasers, we are going to give you a 5% discount on the cost of the land. Either you are buying half plot or full plot. Plot. So okay. there's 5% discount on your purchase. The first 50 clients who comes around okay. to buy, then we are giving, there's a gift for buying and you are entitled to also a vegetable oil and rice for Christmas. Mm. Mm, Christmas. And this promo is going to last from 1st of November to 4th of December. Mm. And we're not also leaving out our instrumental payment. People okay, are not paying instrumentally. They are yes. not left out. They are not left out. Okay. So the first 50 instrumental uh, purchasers okay. are also entitled to gifts, mm. they are entitled to vegetable oil, mm. and they are entitled to rice. Wow, that's awesome. Between, you said, the date is between 1st of, of November, of no- November. to 4th of December. When you call us, okay. we take you to the location, you go and see the land. The land is well fenced around. Wow. It's fenced around gates, and people already are building inside the place already. Mm. We give instant allocation to whosoever is buying, either outrightly or in installments. Wow, we are not holding awesome. you back. We want you to start working on your land. Even when you are paying installments, we give you allocation. You give us the duration of one month after payment. Then mm-hmm. you are not paying for form. No. You mm-hmm. just pay for your land. You get your receipts and we give you what we give you after your payment. Your you've made your total payment. You we are the one that will do your corner piece. Okay. We, we are the, we are no the special one. payment for no, corner no, piece. No. Wow. Agreement that you are not paying for that. Certificate okay. of allocation you are not paying for that. Mm. Copy of perimeter survey you are not paying for 